You are now listening to the I Should Have Captained podcast. It is time for Game Week 9, and I intend to captain Mohamed Salah. game week nine an interesting set of fixtures the game week starts on the friday so friday october 22nd arsenal playing aston villa chelsea play norwich on the saturday crystal palace newcastle um everton watford leeds play wolves southampton play burnley brighton play manchester city brentford play leicester west ham play spurs and united the big game play liverpool in terms of captaincy choices i believe this is going to be a very interesting one. Most people are going to captain Salah based on what I see. And I, the reason why is Salah is currently the most consistent, consistent player in the game. And at this time, the most explosive. And from what I see, it doesn't even look close to the next set of players. No one else is doing the same things at the rate Salah is doing them. He is by far and away the most scoring player i guess in the fpl game he is currently at 83 and the next closest is at 56 jamie vardy so quite frankly it's not close so i think based on what we've seen from salah he has scored against the top teams chelsea and manchester city enough for double digit holes so quite frankly united seeing how <laughs> terrible they've been in defense will not be uh, a shocker i think Salah just going to score against them. United could win very possibly, you know, miraculously. Stranger things are happening in football. But really, um, I really think you just captain Salah and you move on. Other options to consider, of course, because this is what we do. Kevin De Bruyne against Brighton. Um, Brighton are at home against Manchester City. Brighton are very expansive in their football. Very, very good. Well trained, well coached. But Manchester City just have way too much and if you were to take any other team scoring a lot of goals it would be Man City now keep in mind City are playing very well not scoring in bulk but they're doing okay if there's a team that lapses in judgment then they're going to smash them out of the park that's kind of how it goes excuse me that is how it goes at Manchester City um, if you don't perform very well they just smash out of the park anyways um, other options to consider as well I actually think chill well at Chelsea is something they consider. He has scored in three games straight, of course, including the international break. So he scored the last time out against Brentford, also scored in the game where he gave away the penalty against Southampton. Um, he scored in that one and also scored for England in the international break. So Chilwell is on a very good run of form in front of goal as a defender. So might as well take advantage. They play Norwich. They play Norwich. If Lukaku hadn't gotten injured, I would probably have said Lukaku instead. But really... Ben Chilwell, in rich goal-scoring form, I would take a punt. Also, alternatives, uh, if you want to consider other uh, players, Jamie Vardy, also, also in great scoring form. Uh, he has not blanked since game week four. Uh, he's blanked twice, of course, in eight games, but really he has scored in six of eight games, four straight Jamie Vardy, he holds the record in the Premier League for most goals consecutively. So really, if there's anybody to look at, Jamie Vardy. Now, on that note, 
on records of most consecutive goals, Salah could also match it and eventually break it. The other thing to mention here, Salah is the first Liverpool player to score in nine consecutive games straight. Best Liverpool player ever. Okay, so just for context to let you know how <laughs> how amazing this Salah guy is at this time. But anyways, I digress. I was talking about other players and then Salah just came back to mind with an amazing start for Vardy. Human uh, Son is another option as well. They play West Ham. You can also potentially captain Manny against United. Manny too, also in rich goal scoring form. Um, quite impressive really what he's doing. Of course, he's wasteful in terms of the number of chances it, it takes for him to score. But really, he is still by far and away a very consistent player. Scored in back-to-back games, Manchester City and Watford. Um, he's blanked in three games of eight, but still, having scored in five, I don't know what else you say, man. Um, and in the sixth game, I should just I should just mention, in the sixth game, he assisted. So he's got five goals, one assist, all in different games. Um, so Salah and Mane are just an amazing combination to have. All right, so now that we've looked at captaincy picks, let's move on to fixture runs. Of course, this is the part where we look at teams that have amazing fixtures in the next set of games upcoming. I try to look at the next four as opposed to preparing for just the next game and the next game and going by form only. In terms of fixtures, Brentford play Leicester in game week nine, but after that, they've got Burnley, Norwich, and Newcastle. So their fixtures are turning for the better. If you want to consider Brentford players, after game week nine or currently on game week nine, you can start to consider them. Southampton play Burnley, Watford, Aston Villa, and Norwich. So that's an opportunity for Livermento. Burnley, Watford, Aston Villa, Norwich. The next four for Southampton. Really, really good. They just need to sort out their striking options. Broha scored in the last game. And of course, that meant a, that meant a rest for uh, Armstrong. So it'll be interesting to see what they come out with against Burnley. But really, if you're considering Southampton, the fixtures are going to be amazing. You've also got Wolves who play Leeds. Leeds are very, very leaky. Just so, again, let me not talk about that quite yet, but just so porous at the back. Leeds, terrible. But they've got Everton, Crystal Palace, and West Ham. So that's another place for you, look at, for you to look at potential uh, purchases as well. Burnley themselves don't look so bad. They've only got Chelsea as a major stumbling block. They've got Southampton, Brentford, Chelsea, and Crystal Palace. And in my opinion, the best of the next four, just because they are that strong themselves, Chelsea, they've got Norwich, Newcastle, Burnley, and Leicester. So if you've not bought any of the Chelsea assets you've wanted to have for, wanted to have for so long, <laughs> You could um, go for it now. Norwich is literally the worst team in the league. If you've not had any of Chelsea's assets at all, now is a great time to look at them. Lukaku obviously injured, but we'll get back to that in a quick second. Of course, you've also got Leeds, who play Wolves, Norwich, Leicester, and Tottenham. So those round out the teams I would potentially look at in terms of the next four. If you're looking for places to go in terms of making new transfers, of course, you can always naturally just follow the form teams. The informed teams, of course, your Manchester Cities, your Liverpools, your Chelsea, your Leicesters, and to boot, you could add a Brentford into that. They've done quite well, considering they've lost a few games, they've actually done quite well, all things considered. Defensively, offensively, Mbomo is one to look for, Tony's another to look for. In defense, you've got Raya, you've got Janelt, you've got Janssen, just a couple uh, players make a pick out of Brentford as well. From an injury perspective, let's look at the quick injury report. 
Um, new injuries, we'll do that first and then we'll go through all the teams. So Kiko Femenia injured has a, a hip injury. Carney Chukwemeka from Aston Villa with another injury as well. Uh, Fred from Manchester United with a thigh injury. Rashford with a dead leg slash thigh injury. Tillemans also got an injury. Timothy Castan from Leicester also with an injury. Timo Werner and Lukaku both injured for Chelsea. Dukure with an injury for Everton. And Bukayo Saka with an injury as well for Arsenal. In terms of the entire league, just quickly blitz through a couple of teams. Arsenal now have Jaka and Saka injured. Aston Villa have Bertrand Traore, Matty Cash, Keenan Davis. Leon Bailey is back. Oh, let me let me take this back. Okay. So Traore is back and fully available. Matty Cash is back and available. Keenan, Al- Keenan Davis, <laughs> Alan, that's though he's an NFL football player. Keenan Davis, back and available. Leon Bailey, back and available. Ibrahim Hassan is ruled out. And Carly Tumaker is ruled out. So those are the two injured. Everybody else at Aston Villa is back and 100% available. So sorry about the confusion earlier. On the Brentford side, Janelt, who I talked about, is returning from an injury. So he should be fine. Wisa injured... Joshua Da Silva injured, Mad Sorensen is injured, and Shandon Baptiste is injured. On the Brighton side, you've got Stephen Elzate, who's still injured. Adam West Adam Webster is facing a late fitness test, and Danny Welbeck is still injured. Burnley. Ben Me is facing a late fitness test. Um, the quote goes, We are going to make a decision. It is a three-game week. So we will make a decision on them for the weekend. So we still don't know clearly on Ben Mee, but it's a late fitness test. Marty Vidra as well in the same boat, a late fitness test. Charlie Taylor could make the game. It's also a late fitness test. Dale Stevens is out. On the Chelsea side, Pulisic is close, very close. His potential return is the game week after, so game week 10, not the current one. Lukaku and Timo Werner are both rolled out. So it's unfortunate, but they're both out. On the Crystal Palace front, Zaha wasn't feeling very good in the Arsenal game, so he should be back. He's feeling much better. Iberizzi Eche and, sorry, <laughs> Iberizzi Eze and Nathan Ferguson are both still out long-term injuries. On the Everton side, Richarlison is still out. This one hurts me a lot, but Dominic Calvert-Lewin had a setback. So his rehab for his quadriceps is going to make him stay out a further number of weeks. We do not know how much yet, but he is um, injured a setback. Andre Gomez still injured. Fabian Delph is still injured. And Dukure is now injured. He had a stress response in a bone. So Dukure is now out. And I'm very, very concerned for Everton. Anyways, on the lead side, you've got Luke Ayling rolled out. Junior Furpo is ruled out as well, is still injured. Calvin Phillips is injured and could potentially be back, but the quote goes, Saturday is too soon. Rafinha is back and acclimatized after the international break. Of course, he missed the last game, but he's fully back. And Bamford is still ruled out. Leicester front. We've got Fofana, who's still out probably for the season, but really um, he could be back after the Christmas period. So that's what it looks like. He's ahead of schedule. James Justin is out, but he could be back after the international break. Indeedy is ruled out as well. 
Ayuzi Perez is 50-50, touch and go. Um, so he might need a rest, but could be available for the weekend. Timothy Kastian is out, and Yuri Tillemans is also currently status as out. Liverpool, uh, Curtis Jones is out. He could be ready for United, but he's in his final steps of training. So he could be ready for United, but currently set at 75% and could be out. Harvey Elliott is rolled out and Thiago also rolled out. On the Manchester City front, Ferran Torres still out. Mendy, of course, is in prison. Oh, let me not say prison. He is currently on in custody, so jail. And of course, Liam Delap is rolled out. On the United front, Varane is still ruled out. Amadiallo is still injured. Um, Anthony Martial is training, um, but still not fit enough to join for the match. Marcus Rashford has a dead leg. Could uh, make the game, but it says, the quote goes, it was a dead leg and sometimes it can take longer than what you want. But if we treat it well, he should be okay. So Rashford with a dead leg, but could potentially make it based on comments today. And of course, you've got Fred who has a hamstring strain. So it's 25%. Might make it, might not. We'll find out. On the Newcastle front, you've got Shelby who's suspended because of yellow cards. Dubravka still training, but could be a while to get back. Dummett ruled out and Freddie Woodman still injured. Of course, we know now that Steve Bruce is out of the job. So Newcastle will be having a new manager coming out and leading the team this weekend. But really, um, it was a, it's a sour one in my mind. I think Steve Bruce, based on everything he's done, has done his best. Of course, not necessarily the best manager, but he's tried his best, really. On the Norwich front, you've got Billy Gilmore, who cannot face his parent club. So not necessarily injured or suspended, but because of loan um, rules and policies, he cannot play Chelsea. Um, you've got Todd Cantwell, who's still injured through his Achilles. Could potentially make it, but currently injured. Sam Byram is ruled out. And Christoph Zimmerman is still ruled out. On the Southampton front, you've got James Watt-Prowse, who is suspended. You've got Shea Adams, who is still injured. Jack Stevens injured. On the Spurs side, Tottenham Hotspur, Matt Doherty still injured. Ryan Sessignon is ruled out. Watford, we've got a table, our Nigerian comrade, injured and ruled out. Nicolas Nkulu still ruled out. Uh, Francisco Sierra is ruled out. He's making good progress, but he would need another week, goes the quote. Kiko Femenia is a late fitness test, so he could potentially make it, but really it's a late fitness test. Josh King is 100% back in contention for the Everton game, and he's back to full training, so he should be able to make it. And you've got Christian Cabasele still injured. On the Western front, Vladimir Kufau, um, could potentially make the game. So the quote goes, Vladimir Kufal has taken an injection. He had a bit of discomfort in his pubis. He got the injury in the United Cup game and has been carrying it for a few weeks. So it's potential. He could make it, might not. And then you've got Alex Kral, who's ruled out for COVID. He tested positive for COVID. On the Wolves side, the last team, you've got Trincao, who currently is injured, could potentially make it, May or may not, but we will see. Um, you've got Johnny Otto, who's also ruled out. Pedro Neto ruled out. Mosquera ruled out. And Hugo Bueno ruled out. 
Next, we move into price changes for this game week since the last game week. As we move to game week nine, just so you can be aware of players who, players who have gone up in value this week. You've got Walker, who is now 5.6, has gone up by one. Kovacic at 5.3. Christensen at Chelsea has gone up to 5.1. Mbeumo is now 5.6 at Brentford. Jansen has gone up to 4.7 at Brentford. Aspiliqueta 6.2. Livramento at Southampton is now 4.3. You've got Bernardo Silva at Manchester City at 7. Mohamed Salah maintaining his exclusive most expensive player in the game tag now at 12.8. Owned by 65.1% of the league. So 12.8 Mohamed Salah. Mendy at Chelsea, the goalkeeper, is up to 6.1. Joao Cancelo again is now up 1 to 6.3. Ben Chilwell is up to 5.7. And Just Townsend is up to 5.7. And of course, Jamie Vardy is now at 10.6. Looking likely that he will go up one more time this coming day. So by game week 9, he could potentially be 10.7. Human Son is also at risk of going to 10.2. Rafinha also at risk of going to 6.7. Kevin De Bruyne likely going to 12 sometime soon. And Ivan Toney could return back to 6.5 shortly. In terms of players at risk of dropping in price, Lukaku at 11.7 looks highly likely of dropping. Leon Bailey at Aston Villa. You've also got Sanchez at Brighton dropping back to 4.6. So those would be the people I would look out for. If you're trying to sell, it might be a good time. Luke Shaw as well at 5.4 looks very likely considering United have just figured how to always concede. It could very well be another drop in price for Luke Shaw. He's now at 5.4. So it could very well drop to 5.3. In terms of the fixtures that we've got coming along, just to do a quick set of fixtures. Of course, we've already talked about captains to look out for. Just as a reminder to remind you, um, Salah plays United. United just been conceding goals for fun. KDB at Brighton, Chilwell against Chelsea, Vardy against Brentford, and of course, Hyungmin Son against West Ham. Uh, finally, I rounded out with Kane. You could also use Kane as another option against West Ham. Ladies and gentlemen, may the green arrow be with you. If you suffered a red arrow like I did last game week, despite Captain Isala, I hope the green arrow returns in your favor. I'll catch you in the next one. Good luck.